today's topic, my message to black millennials. Bukam will set the standard for black America, black American youth, African youth, Caribbean youth, and Brazilian youth. Before I begin my presentation, I need to share something with my listeners. The grassroots community activist move, movement humbly asks you to help us fund our independent black empowerment film. Fifth Liberator made in Chicago, the war against Willie Lynch began. 98% of our group members don't give. They simply look the other way. If you have already supported us through donations, purchasing items from our virtual store, or have purchased my revised book, then we sincerely appreciate it. If you donate just $5 or whatever you can, then our online talk show can continue to thrive for years. If our show has given you $5 worth of knowledge this year, take a minute to donate. Show the world that access to independent black media is beneficial, reliable, and matters to you. We're taking our story to the next level, the big screen, in Jesus' name. Finally, I would like to remind our listeners to mark your calendar for November 10th, 2021, we will be celebrating the Grassroots Community Activist Movement 30th anniversary. If interested in participating on the show, then send me your email address to my Facebook inbox. I have 1,457 people on my Facebook friends list. I pray that God would touch everyone's heart for them to do their part in supporting our film project and sharing our video podcast with their friends. This will help get the ball rolling. My vision goes beyond a small storefront in the inner city of Chicago. I am called to unite like-minded black people around the globe to help me turn my vision into a reality, starting in Chicago. Returning back to the topic, my message to black millennials your cam will set the standard for black American youth, African youth, Caribbean youth, and Brazilian youth. Mainstream media isn't trying to hear what we have to say, so we are making our voices heard in cyberspace and now through our future film. Power in this season is coming from the ground up. Your cam is a 21st century kingdom building, global black unity, and Black Economic Empowerment Virtual Organization created to solve our social problems within the Black community, Africa, and throughout the African diaspora. Our podcast is the Black media component of the grassroots community activist movement. If you want to know what I have been doing in the Black community, then read my revised book. My revised book is the foundation of our Christian Socialist Organization. You don't have to be a Christian to be part of this organization. Just as long as you are a law-abiding citizen and interested in improving the black community and working with black families, then you are welcome to join us. Sister Renee and I are looking for more than just smart people. We're looking for brave, 
black youth, young adults who are serious about working with us and building up the black community starting in Chicago. Sister Renee is the only person in Chicago at this time working with me. She has been assisting me for the past nine years and this is why it's taken so long for us to get this organization up and running. The only thing which is preventing me from turning our virtual Christian socialist organization, Recam, into a real Christian business for Kyle Chicago is the lack of manpower and the capital. This is why I turned to social media to get my message out to the public through my YouTube videos, my social groups, my blog postings, my online talk show, my virtual store, my revised book, my PayPal page, and now through our future urban Christian film. This is my last attempt to try to do something positive for my racial group in America. The proceeds from the film will put me in a better position financially so that I can hire qualified black middle class professionals, buy office equipment and purchase property on the west side and south side of Chicago, as well as in Africa and down the road in the Caribbean and Brazil. Kirkai of Chicago will become a tourist attraction and help revitalize the black community and black businesses that's already there. Kirkai of Chicago's mission is to eradicate urban violence in Chicago through arts, culture, commerce, and spiritual developments. Kirkai of Chicago will bring revenue to the black community while building up our own economy. Then we can solve many of these issues in the black in black society. We will declare war on this Willie Lynch mentality within the black culture. In our business, we will learn how to heal collectively and stop destroying ourselves. We should not try to copy our oppressors. We have to create our own institutions and that's all that I'm trying to do. We have access to a lot of resources in America. We just need to take care of ourselves as a collective. We need to connect with other like-minded black people who think like us. Then we can turn around our communities in America if enough of us are on cold and involved with this organization. Kakao Chicago will help prioritize our goals such as securing our neighborhoods and protecting our women and children. We will reach out to former gang members and people who are who were incarcerated for nonviolent crimes. This is what my creator has called me to do. I agree with Mayor Lightfoot over no charges filed by Kim Fox in Chicago gang shooting. We see the video of urban terrorists shooting into someone's home, but if they done that same thing to a white family, they would be placed under the jail. I provide the video on my transcript under show and prove. I am trying to create a future for our children before I take my talents and skills to Africa. The County of Chicago will offer opportunities to young black youth and their families by meeting the need of the community while making meaningful connections through our films, our community events, and African tours. I can't build Grakai of Chicago alone. I need our group members from Grakai to step up and help me turn my vision and plan into a reality by helping me 
raise the funds for our film project point blank. I believe this film will help inspire black people all over the world. Before I cut and run to Africa, I want to lead by example. I want the global black family to know what I had to endure for the past 29 years trying to help my people who are trapped in American ghettos. This film project is not just about me, but also about our active group members who have been with me on Facebook for 17 years. Every other racial group in America focused on being competitive. Black Americans is the only group focusing on kumbaya and being inclusive. Truth be told, all we are to other racial groups are tools for them to use and discard. The best example of this is the 2020 election. During that time, people all over the world got to see how black people are treated in America because of the brutal murder of George Floyd on video. The Democrats talked about getting the George Floyd Justice and Police Act during the political campaign. Black voters helped the Democrats win the presidency, the White House, and the Senate. The, the Biden administrator the Biden administration wrote executive orders for the LGBT community, illegal Im illegal immigrants from Latin America, Central America, and Mexico. They also passed a hate crime bill for Asians and gave them $50 million for their businesses. According to the LA, LA Times, Congress failed to pass the George Floyd Act policing bill. The Democrats blame Republicans, saying negotiations failed. Tim Scott said he was disappointed that Democrats did not agree to end chokeholds, reduce the transfer of military equipment to police departments, and funding for mental health programs. He wanted to make sure the bill held law enforcement accountable. To learn more about this uh, story, just go to my Medium page and read my transcript under Show and Prove. I will also post my transcript on my Facebook wall. The Democrats can't put this on Republicans because the Democrats control both the House and the Senate. They could pass the George Floyd Act policing bill on a simple majority vote. What did... Joe Biden tell black America before he got elected. He said he was going to return everything back prior to Donald Trump. This is the party that a majority of you voted for. Joe Biden does not support ending qualified immunity. Let's be real. Black America don't want a solution. Many black leaders have been given black American solutions. People like Marcus Garvey, Harriet Tubman, Dr. John Henry Clark and Dr. Ben, just to name a few. All of these solutions that black people have been sharing with, with us, yet a majority of us are still marching and protesting, begging the financial elites for freedom, justice, and equality for the past 53 years. How is that working out for you? I have been pushing my message online for 29 years. Truth be told, I believe all black people want is validation from white people. 
Black Americans have become Americanized and have embraced the dominant culture and their culture. Their solution is hope for the best under white supremacy. The Haitians saw how that worked out. Black America, black people need to work with each other. That's the only way we can get things done. The Democrats will continue to put this mess with black people as long as black people keep voting for them and not making them pay politically for not delivering any tangibles. Like I said on my last podcast, I respect Dr. King Jr. and, and, and our grandparents for standing up and fighting for us to be treated as equals in America. But like I said in my revised book, Dr. King Jr. and our grandparents got caught up with pushing for integration. We, we began spending our money in white businesses while neglecting black businesses. As a consequence, our communities has been destroyed by outsiders through gentrification and from within by urban terrorists. We're in a world that is highly competitive and more connected due to the internet. All other racial groups are using this technology to build industries. We have to do the same. That's why I created Kirkham. Now I'm asking active group members to help me move our virtual organization to the big screen and in our communities on a domestic front and on an international front. This is the reason why we will travel to Africa is to build an international coalition with our African brothers and sisters from my African group called Gurkai of Africa. When I come to South Africa, I will bring the best of the diaspora. We will meet with evangelist Martha Mumba in person. She assists me with managing my African group. We will meet African entrepreneurs, spiritual leaders, and find ways how we can trade among ourselves. We will also work on shooting our next film entitled African Liberator, Battle Against the Colonized Mindset. This film will focus on continental Africans. A colonized mindset is the internalized attitude of ethnic or cultural inferiority felt by people as a result of being colonized by another racial group. It corresponds with the belief that the cultural values of the colonizers are inherent, inherently superior to African culture. And that's not true. So that's why, you know, we want to debunk that mess. Um, if Dubai can build itself up from their oil wells, just imagine what the diaspora and continental Africans can build in Africa. We will focus on agriculture, real estate, and technology when we come to Africa. For example, Africa is surrounded by oceans. We could use that for our advantage to fuel hydro energy for electricity to help end rolling blackouts in West Africa. In North Africa, in places such as Chad, Niger, and Sudan, we could place solar panels 
to help fuel solar energy from the Sahara Desert. Black media versus mainstream media. Mainstream media's mission is to control public opinion. They are fuel. They are funded by the financial elites. Our job in the black media is to counter their propaganda and liberate black people from the false narrative presented by the mainstream media. I found an article from the New York Times by Charles M. Blow. He starts off with a question. How much of this can black people stand? This question is a false premise, which when it comes to anti-black racism, there is no amount that we can afford to stand. Instead, he should have said the following. Black people have had enough. Charles Blow, like the rest of the black bootlicks and sellouts, they, they know that there's not a lot of black Americans caping for migrants at this time. What's happening, you, you have a majority of black Americans who are descendants of American slaves realize that these migrants don't want nothing to do with black Americans. And as a result, they lack support from black Americans. Blow goes on to say having Biden in the White House is better than Trump. I don't see the difference. Blow goes on to say we are obligated to choose one of the two major political parties and protest abstination are suicidal. Ask the relatives of these Haitian migrants if supporting Biden is suicidal. Ask the families of black black people murdered by road cops if Biden's lies about a police accountability commission were suicidal. For all you black Biden supporters out there, you voted for the lesser of two evils. How is that working out for you? Newsweek pointed out that Biden has had just as many migrants in private detention centers as Trump. I'm still waiting to see the difference. The financial elites created both political parties pretending that either the Democrats or Republicans is better than the up. Now that's suicidal. What Charles Blow and other sellouts never address is the fact that if you if you're voting for the lesser of two evils, then you're still supporting white supremacy at the end of the day. Black people need new choices from the bottom up. Government is supposed to serve the people's interests. If either party serves if neither party serves the people's interests, then we have to create our own independent party. What have the Democrats done to support black people? They had 10 months. Black people do not exist for the benefit of Democrats. Both parties ought to exist for our benefit. No matter what these bootlicks and sellouts tell you, election is a transaction between political candidates and the people. 
with that being said, I'm going to open up the phone lines and um, I'm going to wait around for about 15 minutes. If I don't have any um, callers, then, you know, we're going to call it uh, a day. But um, bottom line, um, I'm doing the best that I can. Uh, I'm documenting what I've done since uh, January. I've been trying to give everybody on my friends list and people that's in my social group an opportunity to come on my show. I'm giving you free air time. Um, I'm not a sellout, uh, but I know one thing for sure. I'm going to do the best that I can, you know, to try to help uh, my racial group and um I really believe that um, if we don't deal with this Willie Lynch mentality uh, within black um, society fast, it's going to be the end of black America as we know it. Um, the, the reason why the financial elites are allowing all these other uh, non-black groups to come over is to neutralize the black vote, you know, and so... Um, yeah, it's, it's difficult, and a lot of these um, our brothers and sisters that you know have this Willie Lynch mentality—they're gonna be um, the the fall of Black America. But um, it's still hope for us. Again, this is why I'm doing my show. Yes, it's been a, a long 29 years, but I believe all this stuff is gonna eventually pay off. Um, I hope and pray that. Um, God would um, connect me with other people such as like Sister Renee um, to be on board to work with me um, and work with uh, Sister Renee and um, get in our organization um, popping. But we want to focus on the film first and foremost so we can generate that capital. And so that way um, everybody throughout the world can know our, our story know where cam started online but we want to move from behind the computer um just like um amazon you know amazon started online and now look at amazon today it's you know they have a physical um buildings and you know they're across the united states and they're also global so we want to uh, imitate something similar to that but from a black perspective um, and we want to have a spiritual component because that's very important. Um, but I do want secular people to be a part of this too, because, um, after all, Jesus, you know, he, um, he interacted with the, uh, tax collectors and, you know, people didn't like that. Those, um, religious people, you know, they found fault with that. But um, he uh, changed the uh, he changed the, um, the the religion, so to speak. He started his own. That's where Christianity, you know, was formed. It was formed um, by uh, Jesus. So he set the standards. And so um, and yes, I know his real name is Yahshua. And, um, but I try to say Jesus too, 
I use it interchangeably because I just want to make sure people know that um, that they might not know that his real name was Yahshua. But nevertheless, um, he is over this organization. So if it doesn't come to pass in my lifetime, I tried. I, I uh, planted the seed. I don't feel bad bad that um, I wasn't able to achieve my mission. But I know one thing for sure. I'm doing the best that I can. But again, you know, we're going to raise the standards. And um, I am just grateful to have this opportunity to use this technology, especially in this day and age. Black America better wake up. Otherwise, you're going to be in for a rude uh, awakening because now we're in the era of consequences. And um, again, my heart and soul is want to be over there in Africa to uh, build, help our people there, fight for our people there, get them on, um, on cold, and for them to reclaim our ancestral homeland work together, the diaspora and continental Africans. I'm tired of these, um, the superpower just sitting up here um, exploiting us. I'm tired of that mess. And so uh, I want to um, take my talents and skills to the continent, but again, this is where I'm at. I'm on a shoestring budget, so I got to build the organization over here. I have no choice. But again, um, when I come to Africa, I'm not going to want to have to sit up here and go through the same mess, that I, the nonsense that I had to go through here in America. That's not happening. So that's how come I want the global black family to know my story. Again, you know, I'm reaching out to the masses. I'm not reaching out to those that's in the pockets of the financial elites. Uh Again, you know, I um, filled out different applications about, you know, trying to get grants and I was denied. And again, I know that um, the push, also the pushback is not coming from white people. I'm getting a lot of pushback from black people. And that's very discouraging. But that's okay. That's how come I'm telling my story. And why am I telling my story? Because I want to make sure that no other black person in America or in or in Africa or in the Caribbeans or in Brazil will have to endure such foolishness that I had to go through. The grassroots community activist movement is based on my experience. And again, we want to raise the bar. We want to separate ourselves from those that don't want um, nothing out of life. Those that's hardened criminals, urban terrorists, pedophiles, um, active gang members, rapists. We don't want to be, we just want to keep our distance from those persons because they don't mean the, uh, the black race any good. So with that being said, um, I would like to hear from, from my uh, listeners out there. All righty. Phone lines are open. 